Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Christian Evans, your host. And guys, I just want to share with you some interesting things. So uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, when, when I hear a lot of people talking about publishing and just going out there and having a conversation and just, you know, just sharing your story, sharing your your history, uh, sharing the kind of knowledge that's going on in your own head, um, I, I didn't really know where to start. I didn't know what to talk about because obviously you have to talk about certain things and you can't just start going everywhere. You have to go for a specific thing. So for a while I was going for Millennials Seeking Wisdom and then I went to go, you know, recently switched to Patriots on Fire podcast and then I just started realizing, you know, why, why can't I talk about everything? Why can't I, you know, what what is it that's against that? And so today, really, I'm going to just kind of talk about the reason why we're, or what we're going to be, what, what you guys can expect from this podcast. So I'm someone that is a, um, why many like you that are inspired to be an entrepreneur, that want to go out there and run a business, that wants to go out there and succeed. And I'm going to be honest with you, unlike a lot of these books that I read and unlike a lot of these individuals, I wasn't the first person, I wasn't the best person in sales, I wasn't the best person in business, I wasn't the, you know, I'm not the best person to go out there and just explode it and man, look at my business and I'm a you know, multi-millionaire before I'm 25, you know, I, I failed and 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 I failed over and over and again. And I guess this is kind of... Um, my story, if you will, just to share with you kind of a perspective and like, you know what, even if those that, you know, are 26, 28 and 29 and haven't built a business to what you expect it to be, it's okay. So I built a uh, food and beverage business. Well, I was actually in the financial industry for a while and I enjoyed that. I had some fun. I learned a lot from that. However, though, it was very diluted with a ton of financial advisors. Don't get me wrong, I still could have succeeded in that, but I didn't want, I didn't see myself doing that long term. It wasn't, um, I had big visions. I had an international business mindset. I still do have an international business mindset. I still see my business exceeding from um, country to country. Um, so the financial wasn't able to kind of meet that. And so I've always been in belief where if you, if you have a goal, you have a dream, you have to find the right vehicle that can establish and get you to that right goal and dream. Or the other way around, you have to, uh, switch your goals. And I wasn't willing to, um, switch my goals. I was willing to switch my vehicle. And so that's what I did. And so then I went out there and I said, okay, well, what else can I do? And so I found another business that I was able to work with, uh, selling their goods and uh, very successful. And then that's when I decided to go into, um, food and beverage business. And so I actually work with another company, um, Access Sports, where I was able to go in there and they have what is called a blast energy drink. And I was able to go around in Columbus, Ohio and uh, go and talk to different bar and restaurant owners and build a connection, build a relationship. Now, at the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. The only thing I knew what I was going to do is I had a system. I had a process. And what I would do is I go in, I'd have a conversation without bringing the product in. I just say, hey, you know, I'd love to get you guys a taste uh, and uh, what you guys uh, think of my the new product that's going to be pushing out. And I come by next next day whenever they said that they would be available. They would taste it. They were like, wow, this is really good. How much is it? Oh, well, this is this. This is this. And then we would have to be able to build a relationship. 
Now, from that, I've realized that there's a lot of different things that I could really focus on in marketing. So before I was going in there and I was in every bar and restaurant, they would want to give me a tab, open up a tab of 100 to $200, and I'd buy drinks for everybody. Well, what I realized, though, is that most people, they want to go, there, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't have any influence to in these people. And so it was very tough and it was very difficult. And so that's when I got into the idea of marketing. Now, don't get me wrong, I was still going out there and hustling, just going to talk to bars and restaurants, and I was making sales, which was fantastic. However, on the back end, I wasn't able to support all that because, well, it was costing me more money than it was actually making. In any business, you can't do that. So I had to find a job to be able to sustain that so that I can shove all the money that I'm making from my business right back into the business. Now, of course, what that did was took a lot of time it just took a lot of time away. So now I had to work for a job, uh, making good money. However, though, uh, it's it was very tough because now you're in a situation where you don't have as much time to focus on those business things. Well, and that's when I started looking at um, delegating, delegating the responsibility, creating those right expectations, and um, <clears throat> hiring different salespeople. Now I hired someone, and I think I, 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 I hired someone that was really intriguing, and I went too, I hired too, too fast, too quick. And what happened is I hired someone that was out in the West Coast, uh, East Coast, and he was in New England states, and um, I thought he was able to turn because of his connections and network, right, wrong expectation, this is something I didn't know. I, uh, I was hired him at 30 bucks an hour, for 20 hours well all of a sudden it started gaining I mean I guess I thought the expectation that he was able to basically find some new people uh, new bars and restaurants pretty quickly like when I started selling I had one or two that you know right off the first week and I was never in the bar restaurant business before it just was I was good at building relationships so that was something that was really kind of struck me off off guard is it was six weeks into it and he never sold anything. He just kept sitting there talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And so that's when I said, okay, well, there needs to be uh, there needs to be something different. And I've talked about it numerous times. And so that's when I, that was the first time I actually had to say, hey, uh, I have to fire you. Um, it doesn't seem like this partnership's working out. Um, it seems like it's going to cost me more money than it's actually making me. And financially, I don't think that's possible uh, to, to keep you on. And I just want to share that with you because, again, I, I don't want to lose out on my commitment. So anyways, um, I just uh, wanted to share that with you because that was a very tough situation. That was the first time ever I actually had to hire someone and I actually had to fire someone. Then I also had, um, so I was able to really focus on Columbus, Ohio. And what was really cool is that I was able to learn from that experience. I was able to learn, okay, uh, really create that expectation, slow down in the hiring process. Just because someone says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ambitious, I'm motivated, doesn't mean that they're ambitious and motivated. So every time I hire someone or even when I get into partnership with someone in, in business or anything like that, what I do is it's elongated. Um, and it, it's, it's longer than I want in the forefront at, at the beginning. However, though, it saves me a lot of heartache in the back end. And, you know, what I've realized with business itself is be slow to make decisions, right, and, and adjust and, um, 
I guess that's just my perspective on it. What I started realizing is like, hey, you know what? I, I have to remember that I'm going to be with this person long term. So if I can't get along with this person, then it's, it's pointless for us to um, you know, partner up. And then as well as some other aspects of saying, hey, you know what? Um, I, I learned that you've got to make the right expectation and clear communication on that. People say that all the time, but if they have no, if they come in and they, they're thinking, we, I'll do this, and I really want them to do this. So then I hired someone else in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, this individual was part of the um, food and beverage business for a while. And so again, I, I, what I did was I didn't pay him an hourly wage. I said, I'll give you a percentage of all the profits that bring in, which is really good, you know, a 30% commission, which is really, really good. And that is residual basis. So what that does is incentivize that individual to, um, and incentivize that individual to keep that relationship with those, with those customers naturally. Now, again, however, though, I found someone that said that I talked a good game, said, yeah, we're doing this. And then all of a sudden pulled the rug out from underneath me because it, uh, he was more, um, I understand, more employee mindset instead of business mindset. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about business mindset, employee mindset, entrepreneurs mindset. And I just want to share a few things of the history because I really learned a lot through that process. Now, also something that I think is very interesting is I, I'm one of those individuals when I'm building a business and I'm you know, finding the right books and I'm finding the right information and I'm going out there and just learning and learning and learning, I didn't know anything about social media. I didn't know anything about marketing. And I'd get overwhelmed. And so what I would do is a lot of times I'd hire, hire it out and I'd find someone on those, um, those freelance, uh, freelancer.com. However, though, again, what I've realized is a lot of freelancer, and this is what you have to understand as, as a business owner, is they'll do exactly what you want. However, though, you as the business owner has to realize, are you behind on the times or are you on, are you on the forefront of the times? And so I started you know, reading more before I actually pulled the trigger. And I understood that, okay, there are certain social media platforms and that are better than others. There are different other platforms that are better than others, and so that was something that I had to realize and what kind of content out there. Um, and again, creating your own brand, personal awareness, and guys, I guess this is really what this is, uh, this is about. So I just wanted to share much of that with you because I wanted to understand, you know, I really want people to understand that I guess I, I see people that go out there and, and I can't relate to those that are just, I'm the best at sales and I just went in there and every place I went, I just blew it up and I'm the best at closing and I'm just a closer, close, close, close. Um, I'm one of those individuals that I, I love really just building relationships. I love having a conversation. I love talking. I love um, just getting to know you. And in all essence, you know, to me, that's how I built a, a really good business so far is just by building a relationship, having a conversation. Um, and to me, just what I found very interesting, one of the biggest assets that I have, I used to be an Uber driver. And I found this so applicable. So... When I would go in and I have someone in my vehicle, if I got that person to laugh and smile, then I got a better tip. Now, I was incentivized to make them laugh, but what happened was I would have a really great experience. And then more often than not, not only did I get a good tip, 
But I built a good relationship with that individual that then we would connect on LinkedIn or we would connect on Instagram and we'd have a conversation and it would lead into some sort of other business entrepreneurship. So business partnership. And so I just wanted to share that with you because I think really a lot of times we sit there and we, you know, again, I think we, we're a very metric based world and we go out there and we look at the SEO and I, guys, I get myself so stuck on this stuff all the time. Like I look at the metrics all the time and I look at, okay, how many, you know, clicks uh, do I get? Uh, what's the conversion rate? What's the, you know, my Facebook ad? How many impressions do I, I mean, just everything. And, and I look at all this stuff and I just realize that at the end of the day, and this is, I guess, this is where my 90 day challenge has really kind of started plugging in is I stopped and I said, okay, you know what? If I can focus these next 90 days during Christmas and season, instead of trying to hustle and, and close everybody, the next 90 days, if I could focus on building content and totally switching my mindset and how can I bless these people, right? We call it how, how can I add value, but that's really what it is. How can I bless someone? How can I really go in, find what these individuals are looking for? And what's really unique is is when you are able to really switch that mindset, you have all this technology at your hands. And you'll be amazed, my friends, when you're able to find someone that maybe is a CEO of a company, but guess what? They also have a Facebook page that's more personal, and they go out there and they post things. Well, you can identify and figure out what they're looking for, what they're really wanting, what, you know, what their desires are just from, or what their likes and what their interests are. It's really interesting when you're really starting to get detailed. You can go above and beyond and say, what else can I do? And find that small little thing uh, that, will, that will make the difference compared to everybody else. And I just want to share this real, real quick story. So, for example, my, my, uh, the other day I had work off. And so I, instead of working on the business, I, I, I went out there and I said, you know, one of the things that my dad really wants right now and he needs is his bathroom done? He's for two years he didn't have his bath one of his bathrooms done, and uh, he just he just you know he's older and you know he just needed help, and so I said okay dad I'll I'll come in and I'll help, I'll I'll come in and have a conversation I, I mean I'll, I'll come in and, and I'll do it you know, because I understand as well one of his um, his uh, love languages is actions. He doesn't want all the gifts. He doesn't want all that. He doesn't want all that little kudos. He wants action. Like, come and help me. Come and do it. And so I realized that. And so that's when I, I made that investment. I made that decision to go in and, and help him. Now, I'm not saying kudos on me. I just, it is a realization that I had. Because this last Christmas, I just got so tired of just buying stuff and buying stuff and buying stuff. And all this stuff is thrown away and all this stuff. I mean, it's just, it's just stupid to me. So that's when I said, okay, how can I identify certain things that would actually bring a blessing to that person or add value to that person? So, for example, I have a really cool um, father-in-law. He's from Pakistan. You know what he talked about all during summer? He said, oh, we got to go to this Pakistan um, festival and they're going to have um, they're going to have cane juice, where they have like you know those big cane sugar cane and sugar cane juice. And so guess what? We, we went to the festival. They didn't have any cane juice. So what am I going to do? I bought a, a little uh, squeezer and I bought these big massive cane, uh, sugar cane. So then on Christmas Day, 
him and I, we can squeeze the crap out of the sugar cane and have sugar cane juice. Guys, and I, I guess it's it's those experiences and those moments, and I'm excited. So, guys, first of all, if you're listening to this, don't tell that to my my father-in-law because he doesn't know yet what he's getting. Okay, so first of all, don't 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 say anything. But secondly, I, I hope you guys understand that during this Christmas season, during this this season of life, if you will, where a lot of people are, you know, I can't meet, I can't do this, and every time we're trying to overcome that objection and try to sit down with them, just maybe try not to sit there and sell them. Just say, hey, you know what? Let's have a conversation, you know? And don't even ask them. See, to me, it's just being aware of these things. And as I build relationships with people, I start understanding, oh, okay, this is what this person... And it takes a lot of work. A lot of time, it takes a lot of effort. But in the long run, on the on the on the back end, you build an incredible relationship, and you create create an uh, incredible partnership that people are so intrigued. That's what makes you different. It's not because of your products, not because of your features. It's because wow, this person went above and beyond, and I feel that, and it makes me feel good. So the question is, what are you going to do today to bless someone? 